0: I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to today's episode of the Aligned Achiever podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes, and today we're diving into the topic of what Barbie and burnout have to do with each other, and more importantly, how they impact you. So unless you've been living under a rock, there's been a lot of hype around the Barbie movie. And over the weekend, my husband and I took our three kids to the cinemas and watched the movie. Now, I personally loved it, I really enjoyed it, and today, don't worry, if you haven't watched it, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I really wanted to pick apart what I took away from the film and speak a little bit to my favourite scene in the movie, which was America Ferrera's monologue to Barbie. And it sparked a remembering in me about just how deep it goes into our culture, into society, into our subconscious as women that we feel like we're never measuring up and we make ourselves wrong for that. And, you know, this topic is something that I speak about a lot on the podcast. I've spoken about the perfect woman imperative, and for those of you who've been listening for a long time, you'll be familiar with who that is and the elements that make her up. But if you haven't, come on over to episode two of the podcast, where I talk about the number one killer to doing work you love, if you want to go deeper into how I see the perfect woman imperative playing out. And I'll pop a link to that in the show notes, which you can grab over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 73. That's the number 73 if you want that direct link. And specifically today, I really want to talk about how Barbie relates to burnout because it's not inherently clear. It might be clear to you, but I really wanted to use this episode to flesh it out, to really draw out the relationship that I see and how it impacts you, whether you realize it or not. More so if you're a woman and the majority of listeners listening in are women And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that, of course, men suffer from burnout and they have challenges too. However, in this episode, I'm really speaking to the dynamic that I see for women or people who identify as women, which brings me to today's podcast episode about Barbie and burnout. What do they have to do with each other and how do they impact you? Now, quite funny, I'm recording this podcast at the moment from a co-working space that I work out of and I realized that I forgot the adapter so that I could use my typical podcasting mic. And I thought, oh, no, maybe I'll record this at home when the kids are asleep. And I thought, no, I'm not going to buy into this idea of perfection. And so, by the way, before we dive in, if you're wondering what's up with the sound, that's what's going on. So going back to Barbie, whether you've seen the movie or not, love it or hate it, we all know Barbie. She is such an iconic representation of what it means to be a woman in society. And the doll really does symbolize perfection, right? And the unattainable. Now, I was one of those kids that grew up with Barbies as a young girl, and I loved playing with Barbies. But I got to an age where I thought that they were very sexist. They were promoting non-feminist ideals and really doing a lot to destroy women's self-confidence because of these ridiculous aspirations in terms of what we had to look like and be like. But in essence, Bobby dolls symbolize this idea of limitless potential that you could be any type of Barbie that you want. So in some ways, yes, it's progressive because, you know, we have much more inclusive Barbie dolls now. One might argue not enough inclusive still, but, you know, they speak to how Barbie is independent. She can be a doctor, she can be a lawyer, she can be the Supreme Court justice, you know, all these things. However, where it fell short for me is there's still an ideal in terms of what we should look like. And we could have a whole separate podcast episode on that in and of itself. But this idea of limitless potential is what Barbie is about. And ingrained in the idea of limitless potential is the idea that you can do it all. Which sounds empowering, right? Like you can do it all. You can be the perfect mother. You can be ambitious and have a career. You can run a home-edited, organized home that's perfectly categorized. And this idea of doing it all is so deeply ingrained in our culture that it actually places an immense burden on women to achieve the unattainable. Put another way, when you're trying to do it all, it's an intense form of over-functioning. The idea is that yes, you can do it all, but do it all on your own with very little or no support. And this idea of how much you can do as a woman on your own is glamorized by influencers, mummy bloggers, women who are super moms and super women, I put these in air quotes, and the subconscious subtext is, the more you do, the happier you'll be or the more successful you are. The less you put yourself out as a priority and do more, the more noble and angelic you are. And this is kind of the subconscious narrative that we are swimming in. And it's this invisible stuff In episode two, where I talk about the perfect woman imperative, I talk about how it's an invisible corset that we wear, even though we're free to wear whatever we want. It's the subconscious. It's what we're talking about and feeling and how we behave that's just intrinsic to us because that's the culture that we're living in. So in a world where Barbie dolls symbolize perfection and limitless potential it's really important that we take a closer look at how these icons combined with societal pressures have contributed to the rise of burnout among women. Because the idea of doing it all has become deeply ingrained in our culture and we need to seemingly do a lot in order to be enough. And this is what I want to talk about more today. I want to talk about the connection between Barbie Burnout and the expectations that can trap women? And more importantly, what are the steps that we can begin to take to begin to break free from this really suffocating cycle that keeps us feeling stuck? This brings me on to the next question that I want to answer today, which is, what exactly does Barbie have to do with burnout? What's the relationship to do with each other? Well, if you're trying to do it all, you're trying to achieve everything and you're trying to do it all at the same time and you're being the hero and doing it with very little help, this will very naturally lead to exhaustion and burnout. Trying to do too much will slowly take its toll. Slowly but surely, it will take its toll. And last week on episode 72 of the podcast, I spoke about the subtle signs of burnout and the five indicators you shouldn't ignore with the emphasis on the word subtle. Because we're taught to tolerate a lot. And it can be like the proverbial frog in water that's slowly being heated up on the hob and doesn't realize it's being cooked. We can be very used to tolerating. If we're in tough circumstances, we can tolerate the challenge and keep on going, not realizing that we're trying to live in increasingly hot water and our life is at stake. And I feel off the back of the pandemic that that's something that women have learnt to do, like the dial went up and we've had to tolerate more. And that's the thing, as women, we're taught to carry that pain and that burden silently. Don't want to talk to other people about it to be a pain or to be seemingly negative. And here's the kicker. you know what we all do about that? We make ourselves wrong for feeling this way, like we can't do enough and that we aren't enough, which is why I really loved America Ferrera's speech so much in the Barbie movie. It was the one that really spoke to me because she really spoke to the impossibility of the standards that were placed on us as women. Now, if you don't want to spoil the movie, I want you to fast forward this episode by two minutes because I just want to take a moment to read what America says to Barbie when she's upset. This monologue really made an impact on me. So skip ahead if you want to by two minutes. Okay, this is what she says. She's talking to Barbie here. It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so ingrained. You are so beautiful and so smart. And it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like we always have to be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can't say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, Never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard, it's too contradictory, and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. Okay, so this monologue you can find, I'll link to an article in Cosmopolitan because that's where I found the link to it when I was looking up the speech. Again, you can check it out over at the show notes, SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 73. But I think this monologue speaks to all of it, right? Perfectionism, putting others first, having to be just right, to look good, not age and present well, say the right thing. I mean, it's no wonder we sometimes wake up wondering, who are we and what is this life that we're living? It's because we're conditioned to fit a mold and be presentable to others that we lose ourselves along the way. Which brings me on to how does this impact you? What does Barbie and burnout have to do with you? I'll be honest, you'll probably already know the answer to this. When you heard those words from America's for monologue, or as I speak to the relationship between Barbie and burnout, what comes up for you? What parts are sticky for you? Are you putting insane pressure on yourself to be extraordinary? Are you making yourself wrong for not being something enough? Beautiful enough, thin enough, smart enough, rich enough, intelligent enough? Do you feel unsure of how to communicate in a way that's honest but respectful? Do you struggle to feel understood and be taken seriously? Do you not put yourself out there because you don't want to fail? You will know what parts are sticky for you. And it's understanding this dynamic that matters. You know, very early on in my coaching career, I was always helping women with their careers, thinking about their work. But the truth is, it comes down to you. You are the person that's central in your life. You are the person that's central in your career. None of your quote-unquote success comes to fruition when you're doubting yourself all the time or when you're just too dang tired and feeling too low energy to prioritize yourself on your priority list. You know, many of the women I work with don't even have the time to ask themselves, what do I want? What do I want to experience? Because they're so used to giving themselves to other people. So you'll know how this all relates to you. And I want to take a moment here just to bring into this conversation the importance of your body. As I mentioned earlier, Barbie has this unideal aim in terms of what it means to look and present. Her measurements are just out of proportion. They're totally unrelatable and not ideal for many, many women. So what does the body have to do with this? When I'm talking about the body, I'm not actually talking about our aesthetics. I'm actually talking about what happens in our body when we feel like we're not enough, when we feel like we're consistently missing the mark when we feel like we're tying ourselves in knots, to use that language from America Forever's monologue, when we don't feel like we're measuring up, what do we feel? We feel shame. We feel guilt. And shame and guilt, these are topics that we're all familiar with, thanks to the work of Brene Brown. But what do we do with those feelings? We numb out. We avoid. We armor up. We do anything we can to avoid feeling. Because remember, even if you admit you're feeling a certain way, you're supposed to do this all on your own, right? So what does that look like? That can look like you coming back to your home at the end of a long day and binging on Netflix, grabbing that glass of wine, that bag of chocolate, scrolling on your phone on Instagram, linking to that you know, new store that's promising this new hair product or top that you need. You name it, we do it to avoid feeling. And we think that buying the next thing or Having that hit of pleasure from that glass of wine or that sugar is going to make us feel better. Now, I'm not saying this to judge you and shame you. I'll put my hand up to say I've totally done these things. And also, I'm not saying that Netflix, wine, sugar, these things are bad. Obviously, in moderation, they're all great. You need to unwind. If they're for real pleasure's sake, you can knock your socks off. But if you're using these tools as ways to avoid, to numb out, to not have to feel, then that's a slippery slope. And what happens is that we can tolerate, we can continue on, we can cope, and we can just be in this, I call it the status quo, it's like things are not really bad, things are not really great, things are good enough, and you just cruise and you coast. And then the body starts speaking. Bessel van der Kolk, in his book, The Body Keeps the Score*, he talks about how the body will begin talking to us, showing us symptoms, and what it's doing is it's vying for our attention. I really think there's a reason why this book was top of the New York Times bestseller list during COVID because people realized the importance of the body and the mind and how we're not just a mind, like how these things interplay. So your body matters and unwinding the tension and the stress in your nervous system, this is all really important to make sure that you're not running on adrenaline all the time and then crashing at the end of the day. What's the fix here? How do we get over this? It's a couple of things, and what I will say is that I don't have all the answers. I'm sharing with you this podcast from what I see, my lived experience, what I've learned, but you will also have your own opinion and you'll see something different to me. But what I think the fix is from where I sit is, number one, realizing that we're living in a system that doesn't work. It doesn't work for women and it doesn't work for men. And to realize that when you're operating in a system like this, that you can give yourself the grace that there's nothing inherently wrong with you. There's something wrong with the system, the expectations, the constraints. And we've learned to adapt and be a part of this world and be a part of this system. And I'll be honest, this is very timely for me because as a mother, I can see my kids are growing up. They're transitioning not from young, young babies, but they're becoming you know, tweens, and eventually they'll be teens soon. And this is the age that they're forming their own identity and their old self-beliefs. And I can see the questioning, the making themselves wrong starting to come in, and it really breaks my heart. So I want you to remember that, you know, the system doesn't work. The beliefs that you believe to be true about yourself, the behaviors that you make sometimes, you know, maybe that's just you coping in a world that doesn't really work. Which brings me on to the second fix that I think is really important. And that is, okay, we can understand that we live in a world that's not ideal and there's so many things wrong with it, right? There are so many things broken with it. But the only way we can learn to navigate and show up in this world and not collapse and continue to numb out and to continue to avoid, because let's face it, we've got some big problems on the planet that we need to start to address urgently, right? I'm thinking climate change in particular, off the back of the summer and the fires and, you know, everything that's going on. But I digress. What's really needed is practices that support you to regulate your nervous system to bring you back to a sense of homeostasis and neutrality because your body runs a complex series of interactions in your nervous system. Your nervous system is continually regulating and balancing all the physiological processes that go on in response to not just what's going on in your body, but externally as well. So you've got internal and external stimuli. And this regulation ensures that the body can adapt to changes, maintain stability and function optimally in different situations and environments. So your nervous system regulation is really important to be able to handle the stresses that you're feeling internally, whether it's an emotion from an event, or whether it's external because you're in a situation or you know, had a conversation with someone else and that's triggered something. So in normal language, if your boss is telling you something you didn't do well enough, or you get that email from that client and you're behind schedule, We need to learn how to respond in ways that regulate your nervous system so that you can then take action. And more importantly, build your resilience, manage your stress so that you can continue to show up from a place of vitality, energy, rather than from depletion and always feeling like you're running on adrenaline, fight, flight, freeze, spawn, and like you're on the back foot. And so, spoiler alert, I'm cooking up a new opportunity to be supported specifically on this nervous system regulation, which I'm super excited about. So keep your eyes peeled for this. But also, I am in the works of a new offering specifically around the topic of burnout. And I am looking for five people to kind of do my little market research interview, hear a bit more about your experience. So if you're open to sparing 30 minutes to share more about what you're going through, obviously in a very confidential way, I'll pop a link to this in the show notes so that you can book a free call with me. And during the call, I'm just going to ask you some questions, understand what you're struggling with, and that will really support me with creating the best resource, the best offering that I can to support you with where you're at. Again, it will bring in the nervous system work. It will bring in the body. It will bring in the mindset and the subconscious repatterning work, as well as practical tools and resources. So if you're interested, I would be ever grateful. Come on over to the show notes at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash 73. It's number 73. And you can click a link to book a call with me there. So that's a wrap. Today we spoke about what Barbie and burnout have to do with each other. We've spoken about why we're talking about Barbie. What exactly Barbie and burnout have to do with each other. How this impacts you. We've spoken about what the body has to do with it. And more importantly, what the fix is. So before you go, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know, what did you take away from today's podcast episode? You can either hit reply if you're subscribed to the newsletter or come and find me on LinkedIn or on Instagram. And if you have watched Barbie, I'm curious what you took away from it, whether you loved or hated it. I would love to know. And again, if you'd like to support me with the market research questions, then please do book in that call with me. It's really time to break the back of burnout and come back home to you because you matter. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a pleasure to connect. And just please remember, you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter.